All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free telephone number. We'd love to hear from you. I know a lot of you have a lot on your mind today. 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Um, let me just tell you where I am mentally, emotionally. I'm, I've, I've hit the reset. This, that's all there is to it. Uh, things are what they are. And yesterday's come, and yesterday's gone. Now, the question is for Republicans moving forward, they can be successful. You know, this this could be a, you know, in the end it may work out great. I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. I will tell you this, if they dither and they, you know, go on forever and ever, and this, this takes a long period of time, why do you look like you're talking to me when you're not? Um, but if this goes on for a long period of time, this is, you know, this this could turn into a political disaster for Republicans. They need to get moving and get moving quick. Now, I know there's been some criticism of some. Uh, as of the plan right now is next Tuesday, all of the potential speakers, guys like Scalise, we're going to talk about Jim Jordan has now thrown his hat in the ring. And I'll be very upfront. Jim Jordan is my choice to be the next speaker of the House. Uh and they will they will be peppered with questions on Monday by the entire conference. And we expect a vote on Tuesday, the first vote on Tuesday for Speaker of the House. Now, it's uh, now I hope it doesn't take 15 votes. Um, I hope that we're going to make a rules change. Uh, I'll tell you right now, any every single person that runs for that needs to be united on this one front, that the idea that anyone is. Any one member can put forward a motion to vacate. That just doesn't fly. That is not practical. You got a little over a year for this person to show and to prove themselves that they're worthy to be the speaker and keep the promises that they make to the caucus. Now, if you want to raise the bar and say that you only need 25 or you only need 30 people, and I see you stealing that candy, Ali. I see, I see what's going on there. Yeah, Allie works. Oh my on, God, that's cold. Allie Poor worked for Allie. Rush Limbaugh. She now works for for Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, and she just came in. They all come into our studio to steal our I candy. I love that she's outside the door, not in the studio. Now she's like, no, I. Will there, not. She just looked mortified that I mentioned her name on it. I think we got a stash of candy and moonshine. I mean, we have everything you could ever want in a in a radio studio. And what's it? That's what it takes to get through this. So I, yeah, I know, well, it takes for you guys. Oh my God. Uh, not for me. I'm, I I once tried to like a sip of that stuff, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's, ah, it's real deal, man. Ah. You know, I'm like, how the hell do people drink that? Maybe give me like a full full bowl of punch, and I'll put a shot in it. I mean, that's how strong this stuff is. Anyway, I digress. So we can't have a motion to vacate, in my view. Now, maybe that stops the process right in its tracks. If that's the case, then you know, at the end of the day, I'm just being philosophical here republicans are either going to be successful together or they're going to fail together there's not going to be any in between there just isn't now i like steve scalise by the way praying for him i know he's been dealing with cancer treatments he has some type of blood cancer disorder i've heard it's not that serious it's treatable you know, I hope he lives a long, happy life. I respect him. Um, in my view, he's too closely associated with Kevin. And at, at this point, I don't think anybody wants to go through it. But 
when you have a situation where 96% of a caucus, you know, or only up against four members of a caucus that can partner with the opposition party that votes lockstep. I mean, Democrats, how many times have I said this? They circle the wagons and Republicans create a circular firing squad. And Republicans have got to get on the same page. Ultimately, and I guess this is my only area of criticism or frustration in this process, is where it was unnecessary is, it, and, and there were legitimate criticisms of McCarthy. McCarthy had promised to return to regular order on, on spending bills, appropriations bills. Now, to their credit, about 70% of that work was done by passing four out of the 12 appropriations bills. But that represented about 70% of the budget. That's not enough. So, real full credit, Freedom Caucus members, they're the most conservative group in the House. They have disparate groups. They have the Tuesday group. They have the study group. Uh, they have more moderate Republicans. Um, so you, you got varying factions, and you got a tiny ma- majority. You know, you've got a, a four or five seat margin at best. Some days it's three. So they, they really do have to, in the end, be united in where they stand, or else nothing is going to work. And if they're killing each other, instead of focusing on, as Donald Trump had put on Truth Social yesterday, instead of going after the democratical, democratic, climate, you know, religious cult alarmists, if they're not united together, then they can't defeat what they're doing to the country. And right now, there really are two very huge, well, three very huge priorities. One is the continued oversight, uh, and that would be three committees, Ways and Means, that's Jason Smith's committee, uh, the House Government and Accountability Committee, that's James Comer, and the House Judiciary Committee, which is Jim Jordan. Now, Jim Jordan, now I know over the years he's been reluctant and resistant to throw his hat in the ring. I was very happy to see that he has thrown his hat in the ring here. He sent out a letter to his colleagues, quote, Dear colleague, the American people have entrusted us to lead the in the House of Representatives. Our majority has had success in the first nine months of the 118th Congress. We should be proud of what we have achieved together in these divided times, but our work is not done. Far-left progressive policies are destroying our communities, our security, our future. We have soaring crime across the country. We have an administration with open border policies that have caused chaos and uh, left our country vulnerable. We have seen federal agencies turned on the American people, silencing speech online, targeting parents at school board meetings, flagging pro-life Catholics as potential domestic terror threats. I I added domestic. Um, and terror. Anyway, we have witnessed blatant double standards in federal law enforcement. We continue to spend too much money and Americans are suffering under Joe Biden's economy. The Republican majority must continue to address the issues that matter to the American people. We must address rising crime in major cities, reject soft on crime, pro-criminal policies. We must get our fiscal house in order and reduce spending so that we can leave more to the next generation than crushing a crushing deficit and debt. We must do our constitutional oversight of the federal bureaucracy to ensure they work for the American people not the other way around. And we must continue working to secure the border and protect our national security. We agreed at the beginning of the Congress that there are three fundamental things the House must do. Pass the bills that need to be passed, do the oversight, rein in the spending. And working with Chairman Green and our leadership, 
I helped deliver the most significant legislative accomplishment this Congress, the strongest immigration and border enforcement bill ever. Now, with other committee chairs and members of the Judiciary Committee, I am doing the oversight and holding the administration accountable. And I have been among the leaders in pushing for fiscal discipline my entire career. We are at a critical critical crossroad in our nation's history. Now is the time for our Republican conference to come together to keep our promises to Americans. The problems we face are challenging, but they are not insurmountable. We can focus on the changes that improve the country and unite us in offering real solutions. But no matter what we do, we must do it together as a conference. I respectfully ask for your support for Speaker of the House of Representatives. So my answer is I want Jim Jordan. There's my answer. Some of you may disagree, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, Steve Scalise is a good man, but it seems it's like to me at this early hour, it's going to come down to these two. Now, if 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 you have the people that pretty much, you know, I, and I'm, I'm not criticizing Matt Gates. Matt Gates had it was personal between them. That part I wish didn't exist. There definitely was because I know both of them have spoken to both of them. And th- a lot of this was personal. That's one. Uh, number two, uh, I do think that there was some valid criticism of Speaker McCarthy. The, the budget deal they made back in May you know, was was not a good deal. And a lot of Republicans, rightly, in my view, were angry that he partnered with Democrats. That was dumb. And the fact that he had basically a do over in this situation and, you know, did not. And he knew that he had promised that we get back to regular order and passing the appropriations bill. In that sense, Gates telegraphed everything that he was going to do yesterday. In my view, that could have been avoided if they just stayed with regular order if they didn't go on vacation for a month in august and take that long summer recess they wouldn't have had you know the the time pressure that they had when they came back after labor day to get the appropriations bills completed and they only got four of the eight of them done now there was an off-ramp that was set by set up by byron donalds and and chip roy and and scott perry from the freedom caucus and that was okay well the first offer was eight percent Spending cuts across the board, but for defense, Department of Homeland Security, meaning border security, and for our veterans. Okay, I thought that was a reasonable bridge, CR. That would have worked for me. If I was in Congress, I would have gone for that deal. The only people that went against it, they weren't the the more moderate liberal members of the Republican caucus. There are 18 Republican House members that come from districts that Joe Biden won. They're all risking, you know, their careers by 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 voting for that type of of provision. But they went with it. And, you know, these guys had to work really hard and dig deep behind the scenes to make that happen. Anyway, it was it was people at that point. The handwriting was on the wall. It didn't matter what Chip Roy or Byron Donalds or Scott Perry put together. Their their goal at that point had already shifted and it was to get McCarthy. That's how I see it. Uh, now, with that said, you deal with the hand you dealt, not with the hand you, you, you know, you're not dealt. That That's on McCarthy because he made the promise, in my view. So some of that criticism is legitimate. You know, on the issues of term limits and on the issues of a balanced budget amendment, yeah, I think we need to hold Democrats accountable, get the vote, their votes on the record 
And that's certainly something that needs to be a priority in this Congress that need to happen right away. And there was no chance in hell that either one of those were ever going to become law when it would die in the Senate, wouldn't even get anywhere near Joe Biden's desk where he would have vetoed it if it ever did anyway. So really the focus and then the second round of options off ramp offered by, again, Chip Roy, Byron Donalds and and Scott Perry was a 30 percent cut. Now, this one even went further. It increased spending for defense, increased spending to secure the border, and increased spending for veterans programs. Okay? Everything else, 30%. Wipe it out just to get a 30-day reprieve and have a continuing resolution. We ended up with a crappy one in the end because you had some Republicans partner with Democrats and they passed a clean CR, and none of those provisions were in there. So we're the loser for 45 days. But in the interim... You know, under those two scenarios. Now, again, that was a good bridge so that the appropriations bills, which people like uh, Congressman Matt Gates and others wanted, that could have been that that could have been completed. And then order would have been regular order and maybe just 30 days late. Not the biggest deal, considering it hasn't happened, I think, since Newt Gingrich. Newt Gingrich, as speaker, balanced the budget four times, hasn't, hadn't been done in my lifetime before and hasn't been done since. So I give him a lot of credit. But, you know, the, the people that voted against even that deal, it was not the moderates and it was not the more liberal Republicans. This, this, this was Matt Gates and a lot of these guys that voted to boot McCarthy. Now, this doesn't have to end in a disaster. It could end with Speaker Jim Jordan. And if that's the outcome of this, that would be a good outcome. But I'll tell you this, if Jim Jordan does this, or if anybody wants this job, I think you're nuts if you take it and there any one member can, you know, stop all all work in Congress and immediately put forward a motion to vacate the chair. And then we go through this again and again and again and again. The guy has a little over a year, whoever you choose, if it's Jordan, great. He will have a little over a year to prove to you that he's capable of keeping his word and standing on the promises that he makes. If you're not happy after a year and a half, when you get to the 119th Congress, if you even have power, because the longer this goes on, the chances get greater that you won't have power. They need to resolve this quickly because the patience of the American people is going to grow thin. But at that point, you will then have a track record, and then you can just decide, do you stick with the current speaker, or do you move on to the next one? Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. And I'm not in panic. All these people panic. <laughs> Relax. They have time to fix this, restore order. Stay, the, most, the top priorities are oversight, securing our borders, stopping Joe's open borders policies, and reducing the massive amount of debt they're throwing on our kids. That's it. Anyway, holiday season is upon us. And you know what? You That can be pretty stressful in and of itself. I've got an unforgettable gift that you can give your whole family. Bring your family together, pri- prioritizing health and wellness. And they've got the best suggestion. And that is a Michael Phelps swim spa from Master Spas. Imagine slipping into the warm, soothing waters right in the comfort of your backyard. Linda, you do it. Pretty much on a daily basis. You love it. I, I, I can't wait for the videos you're going to put up of you swimming. Listen, I am telling you right now, I can see the seam coming off of it as it gets colder out. And I get to go in there and swim all year long. And guess what? It only took him a day to put it in. Now, so I, you know, it was like so you, easy. Do you run out there in your bathing suit I, in the well, cold weather? Well, I wear weather? the robe because I'm cold. I'm okay. not that brave. But then, I, you know, I don't wear the robe in the But in you the have no shoes either. on. 
Do I have shoes on now? No shoes. No shoes. That's no shoes. Oh, ah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's essentially it. All right, get it. Get the workout you need. Hydrotherapy. Unwind. Relax. Anyway, check it out for yourself, and just go to masterspas.com. Enter the promo code Hannity, and if you do, in the upper right hand corner, you can get up to a thousand dollars off your master spa. Exercise, relax, recover. The only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust. Remember the name, masterspas.com. Don't forget the promo code Hannity. <laughs> 